Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good evening. Welcome back to another segment of Autonomous Better. It's eight years to the day since Sheffield Wednesday put six past Leeds United. Thankfully, things have improved uh, since 2014. A hell of a lot, but we're going to blow away the Christmas cobwebs. We're going to talk all things FA Cup, talk all things VAR, and obviously we're going to look ahead to uh, West Ham United against be like deja vu uh, this from, from last week. So last week was the FA Cup, this week is the league. And joining us tonight, we've got Carl. Good evening, Carl. All right, how's it going? Very well, thank you. How are you? Mighty, mighty. Excellent. We've got Mal Adam, of course. Good evening, Adam. Evening, how are we? Very well, thank you. How are you? Hi, Sal, mate. Looking forward to this. And of course, we've got Luke, the man who presses all the buttons. Evening, buddy. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, mate. But yeah, I've just got a bond. I'm just before we get started, I've got a bond to pick with you. Um, oh, you've no. been on with us how long now, and he's still calling it auto knows better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Come on, mate. You do better. I'm still a Brilliant, brilliant. So here we are again, it's Tuesday evening, we're going to blow a bit of the cobwebs. Obviously, we've done the Burnley game uh, uh, last week uh, in the last week's show. It's all about the FA Cup, really, uh, and like usual, Leeds United's FA Cup run, starting and ending the third round, it hasn't for the past four seasons. Uh, I'll sort of start off with you, Carl. Where did it really lie in the priorities this year? And were you that disappointed that we got knocked out on Sunday? Uh, I don't think so, no. Um, I think I put in the, the group chat... Uh, with about 10 minutes to go, I'd, I'd take a 1-0 defeat now at this stage because I think cool. uh, extra time would have absolutely battered us. And I wouldn't have had much hope going down the following week, to be honest with you, because we'd have been 
we'd have been wrecked if we're if I'm honest. We're we're on our bare bones at the moment. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm not disappointed. We're out. I'd much rather just carry on the way we're going and 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 just get the league sorted. I think really, you know. I'll sort of come to you then, Adam. The FA Cup has it lost a lot of its magic, sort of down the years. With I know West Ham put a strongish team out against Leeds on Sunday, but you look around the country and a lot of sides put over. Certainly, Liverpool did against Shrewsbury on, on Sunday afternoon at Anfield. Yeah, I don't care anymore about the FA Cup. I think it lost its appeal when we stopped playing games in the semi-finals at grounds like Villa Park and Hillsborough and Elland Road, and it's just it's a fucking cash cow, isn't it? It's, it's got no. It's, I, I, I'm asked with it. I'm asked with any cup competition. I don't care. We're never going to win them at this point, so I don't know why we even bother. Simple as that. They're boring. Boring. <laughs> it's only good for lower league teams. It's a point, right? We're done for tonight. That's it. Nice knowing you. Can I go to bed now? Ah, yeah. As for cup competitions, Luke, from a League United perspective, we've won the FA Cup once. We've got hang on to the final since. 1973, last got to the quarterfinals in, in 2003. It's not been a great competition for Leeds down the years, has it? No, mate, it hasn't. It hasn't. And I was I was there um, at Houston. I was there at Cambridge uh, when they were beating us at one and a half time. I've been. I've, I've had some absolutely dreadful days out uh, in the FA Cup. I was there on Sunday, um, but but yeah, look, <laughs> mate, move on Sunday. Hey, maybe I should stop going to games. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, look, I, 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 I kind of disagree with what Adam said. The, the, the cup is still magical for those lower mm. league teams. You look at Kidderminster areas. Exactly. Yeah. You look, you look at, you look at your other teams that are, you know they're not knocking giants out, and it's the biggest day of a lot of their fans' lives probably uh, as a football fan. Um, us being relatively, you know, up there with 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 the giants. You know, we probably we probably view it slightly differently to to to, to your lower league teams. So I can still see the beauty of the cup. Um, and but but yeah, Adam's quite right. I mean, I don't give a shite about the cup at the moment. Our our prerogative is to stay in the Premier League, and going out of the cup at this stage is going to go uh, go well toward supporting uh, supporting us doing that. I think. Carl, I'll ask you then. Leeds going to the game. If Leeds were say tenth in the league, would you have been more disappointed? Though higher up in the league, rather sort of in in broadening a relegation battle, would you have been? More disappointed had we gone out on obviously we did go out, but had we lost on Sunday? Well, I think uh, I think everyone's opinion would be if we were higher up in the league and and a better a better position player wise, I think everyone would have been disappointed to go out in the third round, especially if we would have been in a position where we're not looking over our shoulders as such. But um, I think the reality of it is like we're we're not in a position where we can concentrate on a cup as much as I'd love to have won it in our 50th year since our last win. Like, um, I think just, just be done with it now. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I love a cup run. <clears throat> and if, uh, if we were in a position to go on one, I'd have, I'd have said, go for it. Like, but mm. we're not. And, and we don't have a, the points to not be worried about it and be the, uh, the players. <laughs> so, can't afford it, like we just can't. So, yeah, I'm not disappointed. If everyone agrees with me, then yeah, it's shit, and we don't want to be. <laughs> I'm not saying it's no, shit. No, I didn't say all. that. I didn't say that. I said if we were in a position where we were, anyway, you know what I said, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw it come to you, Adam. We were sat there one o'clock. Obviously, the, the team had been leaked by somebody on, on social media. 
saw the debuts of uh, Leo Helder and Lewis, Lewis Bates, and of course the first start for Sam Greenwood. What did you sort of make of their performances on Sunday? Do you know what? I didn't watch a lot of it, if I'm honest with you, because I'm just asked for it. Look, mate, what's the think... point getting this fucker on? I don't know, man. I think this is the point in it. I think for teams who are, if you're in the top five in the Premier League, you've got a chance of winning the cup. If you're anybody else, you've got no chance and you're going to go out and you're just going to put tired, you're going to play more games than you really need to do and you're going to go out in either six rounds Tell Wigan that. Quarterfinals. But when they won it, they got relegated. Do you, what do you want to do? Fucking, exactly. You, oh, want you, to you, the you, FA Cup and get you just said that. You just said that you can only win the FA Cup if you're in the top six of the Premier League. All right, so... That, that aside, <laughs> right, hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. No, 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 this is bullshit. I'm not having this, right? So, has Jay <laughs> shaved his hair off tonight and come on as Adam or what? <laughs> I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Well, like. no, chopped his self off at the knees. <laughs> uh, no, no, listen, you know, look, looking at you know, that was a that was a one off, wasn't it? Let's be honest. You know, it's the big, it's the big, the big clubs dominate the cup, they dominate both cups, really. And then you, you have a, a mad thing like Millwall playing scum was it back in 2004 or something and then you'll get a proper you'll get a proper shit team like Wigan winning it you might in the in the league cup you might get a Leicester winning it like when the big boys can't be arsed and they play their under 23s for anybody else it's it's for anybody else in the in the bottom 10 of the Premier League what's the point why why if you've got a threadbare squad anyway why play it like why play the big boys I, I don't care Honestly, don't care if we'd have got if we'd have had played against Torquay or York or Kidderminster or somebody who we were expected to talk. We would have been playing be Kidderminster. Well, we would have been, yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. But I'd have been excited about that because we should win that game. We should be able to play under 23s, rest our seniors, and have a good good weekend away. But if we're playing West Ham in, in the third round, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't care. Let's lose it. From, I don't, from, I don't, from, honestly, can give a fuck. From a, a selfish of... perspective, that is, though, isn't it? I mean, we've got to we've got to take into account that, uh, certainly with COVID and everything as well, with fans being allowed back in the grounds, these smaller mm. clubs, they they can Kidderminster, for instance, drawn West Ham in the next round. Yeah. They're probably going to get Amazing. a year's worth of revenue in that one game. Do you know, yeah. they'll yeah. be they'll be they'll be financially secure because of this one game that they've that they've drawn in the fourth round. Exactly. And my point with the FA Cup and the way that the, the, the whole football league and, and, and the FA is run is all TV money should go to them lower league clubs in, in the third round. I why agree. Leads, why I, I why, why leads say, West Ham yeah. on TV? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You see that twice a year on Sky or BT. Put Kidderminster well, on, put all the shot on, put fucking whoever else, Cambridge beating Newcastle. Yeah, that should yeah. be, you know what I mean? Fuck West Ham Absolutely. leads. I totally That's agree with that. I totally see. agree with that. Well, like, what? Well, but saying that, Adam, right? You know the way like the the gate receipts are are halved when you know the team plays away, so the mm-hmm. gate receipts halved. In saying like all the money should go to the lower leagues, instead of saying all of the money should go to the lower leagues, should should the lower leagues be given the option to play in say the bigger stadium if they get it? So say if it's a League Two club no. gets like a Championship club who've got a thirty five thousand seater stadium, we can make more uh, money off that and play away. No, but maybe an option. I, no, no, no. I, listen, I, I, I Plymouth get Bolton or something. Or Plymouth get, yeah, I, com- I completely could get where you're coming from and, and the chance yeah. of making more money as a club. But it's it's yeah. not just the club, is it? It's, it's the it's the buzz local. It's the day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so no, I mean, well, as much as it might be a decent. You what? Sorry. 
It's what it does for the communities as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I, I know. It's just you know, it's just a thought. Like, just no. shit one keeps yourself. Well, <laughs> that's all I hear for anyway. I think it doesn't help. You, you look ahead to the final. Twenty years ago, the FA Cup final used to start on grandstand with yeah. all sorts of shenanigans like ring uh, and what have you. Uh, I know I'm one of 50 years ago, Gary, uh, Gary Wright was there 50 years ago, and that's going to happen about the final of Sunderland. Slow down, starts. I can't hear you, mate. can't hear me. I'm going too quick. Aaron, you sound like, sound like a racehorse commentator. I think, to me, the competition lost a lot of its magic. Number one, the semi-final should not be played at Wembley. No, the semi-finals correct. should be played at Villa Park and Old Trafford, like there were years and years ago, because it just adds to the extra dimension. It's the road to Wembley, which is the FA Cup final, not the road to the semi-finals. The footage for the finals, for me, should start in the morning. Like, they used to have it to knock out. They used to have inflatables. They had all sorts of questions of sport back in the 80s and early 90s. It's a knockout. It's a knockout. Absolutely brilliant. It was brilliant back in the day. And Look, it's great. Oh, Dublin Mountain, though, didn't they? So they had to count that on TV. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah, look, it's great for the likes of Kid and Mr. Harriers to, to do what they're doing in training. I'm taking nothing away from that. But when you draw a Premier League side, it's just a dull game. That tie should not have been televised. Liverpool no. Shrewsbury should have been televised. Tottenham Morecambe should have been televised. Every year, Man United are televised. I know why they're televised, because they're bringing all the revenue. I understand that. That last night was a mundane Premier League football match, not an FA Cup round game. And I think there's so many reasons why, in my opinion, the FA Cup isn't what it used to be. I used to love the draw, tuning in, and I know we did a live thing with the draw, and we got West Ham, and you think, oh, here we go again. And (laughs) We were at Sutton. I think you were at Sutton back in, in 2017. I was at Newport in 2018. And it was oh, great yeah. days for the home side. Obviously, it wasn't great for us. But I just feel the FA Cup is because of the money involved in staying in the Premier League and also getting into the into the Champions League. Uh, I think you are probably going to get a winner from, from sort of the top four, top five. And I think from the last, off the top of my head, since the Premier League started, you, you've got what, Wigan, who, who won it obviously in, in 2013 with a Ben Watson goal. And Leicester, who beat Chelsea last season, you look back and he's the top four that, that challenged for the FA Cup. And yeah, I, I used to love it as a kid and, and watching the draw. The magic's and, gone, and it? The magic's gone now. It's not. Yeah. The magic's yeah. gone. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I, I mean, the cup is always nice to get through and, and you know, get, get a good cup run. It's nice to go to some places you've never been before. Um, yeah. but, but ultimately, I mean, because of the money involved, as Adam probably mm. said right near the start, actually, we probably could have not even bothered having this conversation. It is yeah, probably going to be go. won by one of the. It is likely to be won by one of the top six clubs in the Premier League. Um, but look, you take oh. away that magic and you take away people's dreams. So, so we've got yeah. to still play the cup games. We should yeah. we have played a strong. I suppose the question I've got for you all is: Should we have played that? Would you have played that squad against West Ham, knowing that we play them the upcoming weekend? I mean, I. I put I, I predicted my team and it was a lot weaker than the team that we fielded it, especially given all the injuries and stuff that we've got mm. going on at the minute. I mean, I just couldn't I mean, I'm not Marcelo Bielsa. I've never been a football coach. I've I i do not profess to be any better than anybody else, apart from that twat I was arguing with on, on Twitter earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh but yeah, I just don't understand 
I don't get, I don't know. I, I, I understand him putting a few 23s in, but mm. I don't understand why we still played. Uh, Rafinha came on at half time and Forshaw came on like we were chasing to get to go to extra time, which would have been absolutely fucking terrifying for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'd rather I, I play the 23s and got pumped 7-0. Do you know, know what it is though? It, Marcelo openly said that he it'd resp- be it'd be it'd be outed for not respecting the competition if he didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has got too, he's too he's, he's got too much integrity. He's too honest in it uh, as as a coach and as and as a, a manager, I think. And uh, yeah, anyway, Absolutely. fuck the cup. Yeah. The conclusion we've come to after talking about the game for a little while is the fucking FA Cup, the magic is uh, is kind of there, oh. but only for the top six, as Adam stated, right at the top of the bit. Oh, yeah, dear. so we've got around the houses there, a bit like <laughs> from the London Stadium to Westfield, oh, which yeah. basically takes you fucking about 70 miles out of the way to walk. Yeah, it's funny to say that, Luke, because I've read a few comments that the ground's soulless and it's oh. nothing. I've been to Upton Park and I thought Upton Park was a wonderful stadium. And I, awesome. I was there when Clayton scored the last minute equalising in August 2011. What was it like for you on Sunday going to that ground for the first time? So I, I, I loved Upton Park as well. I went many a few, say many years ago. It's probably I might have even been there that day in the twenty. I think it might have been in twenty eleven. Yeah, Adam Clayton. Um, I can't remember. I, do you know what? My memory's not as good as your stats, so I can't remember. Um, but it was around about that time. Anyway, um, I went on on Sunday. It took me took me eldest. You probably seen seen the pictures and that. But mm. it was it was absolutely. I, I went to Spurs away earlier on as well in in. Not in the cup. It was in the was it in the cup or in the league? I can't remember. Really. It was in the league early on in the season, yeah. and um, I thought that was bad. Uh, I went to the went to London Stadium, and my god, is that bad? There's no atmosphere from the whole fa- home fans at all. It's pretty much it's just awful. They sing the bubble mm. song once before kick off, mm. float some bubbles out into the crowd, and then. Hardly cheer. The biggest cheer was at half time when Tottenham were losing to to Morecambe. Uh, that was the biggest cheer we heard. Um, Leeds fans, fantastic, nine thousand or whatever it was away support made the day a little bit more sort of uh, manageable. But other than that, the stadium it's a shit all. They split. <laughs> it's just crap. It's just it's just not yeah. a football what? stadium. What's the deal with that big empty space? So that big empty space. I asked one of the yeah. stewards this. Apparently, that's where the band play when it's when there's gigs on so they've got this all this empty space in case they've got a band on that's not a fucking football stadium that's a that's a a, a music venue or something yeah you take the out you take the seats out to, to, to accommodate music you don't accommodate the fucking music before the football yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, you know what? It was it was it was all right. It was a good day. Out. The, the, you know, there was not really a lot to say. The, put it this way: I'll, I'll end it with they sell popcorn and candy floss in uh, you know in, in on the terraces. So you, you could probably appreciate what sort of stadium it is. Yeah, I, I've seen like the reviews from fans, and they said they've lost the soul. And Upton Park was one of those grounds that had so much character and. It was intimidating as well. Yeah, it was. I remember it going was. there and shitting myself because I was I was you know I was I was only. I think I was probably in my like early twenties when I went, and uh, I went there the other day, and literally everyone was just like walking down the street with like bloody ice creams in their hand, and like you know, it was it was just it was just it was like an, I was going to an NFL game or something like that. Yeah. It didn't feel like uh, a football match. Um, you you really sold it to me there. I'm off on Sunday. Thanks. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah well, I've, I've 
I've been I've been offered a ticket for Sunday, uh, but we've been doing dry January and not really bothered. Now I've seen it and, and been there. Uh, I'll probably give it a swerve. I think um, I don't know yet. We'll see. Depends if depends depends what the kids do. <laughs> it's not so. Is it, um, is it any different on, to sorry. Wembley, Luke? Is it is it any different to Wembley? Because I remember first time I went to Wembley, we had like I've been to a lot of England games and that, and the old Wembley were class, and then went to the new Wembley. And it's just fucking people doing Mexican waves and all sorts of bollocks. So I've got, I've got, I I can't really tell you the comparison because I've got a funny story here. When I was at school, I was due to go to the old Wembley on some England schoolboys football trial thing, like years and years and years ago. I used to be all right, but I'm shit now. I'm talking right year eight or something at school. Anyway, me and my brother went to Asda the night before to get me some pack up for the coach. And uh, he nicked a CD. I think it was like now twenty one or something. He nicked it from Asda and got caught. So we so we both got arrested by police. And my mum says, "You're not going. You're not going now on a football trial." So my mum locked me in my bedroom, climbed out the window, and ran down to school. And that my mum chased me down to school and beat me up. Nice, yeah. So I can't, I can't really answer your question because I never went to Old Wembley. Uh, but um, Old Wembley, were yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's pretty much, it's pretty much a common theme in it with these new stadiums that the soulless balls and they, they take, they, 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 they suck the atmosphere out of, out of, you know, the the billing ground or or anywhere that that was similar before. And and then they, they, it's it's ultimately down to money, and it they, they make it into a big corporate money making. Uh, Scam, I'd call it a scam because it's not a football stadium. It is not a football stadium. We're five years yeah. away from having a half-time show. We'll have some cunt like Elamair come on and do it. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's oh, that's how it's going to end up, sorry. honestly. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Anyway, shall we get on to uh, the next part of the show, Stats? Yeah, well, we'll wrap up. Uh, obviously, we are going to touch more on the game because of what happened. And uh, I'll come to the Prediction League. We don't have the Prediction League at the moment. Uh, I don't know what we I think I went to one. Water, no better predictions. <laughs> That'll teach me. <laughs> um, go on, Stats. You were saying we don't have any. We don't have, predictions, I don't think we have predictions with us. I know I went to one West Ham. I don't know what anybody else sort of went there. No, we'll uh, we'll, we'll see if Gilly not... can get them put in the uh, the chat before we finish, and we'll try and run through yeah. them before we... we get the next predictions. And we, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't got the full uh, predictions. I went for a draw. Adam seems to think he went for two 0 West Ham, but didn't actually no. predict anything. Um, uh, he's tried this one before. No, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> we're not having it. Cal <laughs> uh, never does it. Oh, you Cal, I, I did. Didn't you? I did. I think I went three one leads or something stupid like that. That's why you never uh, I went to all through on penalties, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll update you on the predictions league and everything when when Matt decides to show up. So uh, um, yeah, other than that, I think it's the next part now, which is the I poll. believe we are coming to the poll, and I hand over to Cal. Twitter poll results. <laughs> so. See, you need to be a bit on the ball with him. Like, you don't start until you, you you know for sure he's not going to pull you to one side there now. Like, so, right. Uh, so, each week, um, we ask you lovely folks on Twitter to uh, vote on a poll for the main uh, topic of the pod. Uh, this week, we had, is VAR a waste of time? West Ham United sold their souls. Would we do the same for money and success? Club COVID cheating. Pitch invasion, banning orders, fair, question mark. 
Uh, now the winner uh, <laughs> on forty six percent is your Varking Jokin. I love so, the energy, uh, Carl. Love the energy. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got to be on the ball, like you know what I mean. I love it. Um, I love so it. yeah, uh, Var. I'm uh, I'm going to start off, and I'm going to go to. It seems like he's this. This no, he's, he's talked everyone around to the top six theory tonight about the FA Cup. So I'm going to go to you first, Adam. Man, um, honestly, I'm, I'm not sad. No, I'm sick of it. I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's, it's nonsense. We've said it time and time again. If they're gonna if they're gonna do it, do it properly. Play it in every fucking on. every. Nah, it's winding me up. I'm sick of saying the same shit every week. Right, if they're going to do it, do it consistently across every fucking game in the FA Cup third round for a start. Don't just apply to certain teams. That's a fair comment. Across, across the whole fucking board, mm. you know, just because Morecambe aren't used to having having VAR in their, in their games doesn't mean that they're not entitled to a, a rub of the green on it. It's, it's just fucking dog shit. I'm so bored of it, man. How can we yeah. have so many incompetent officials in, in the game how can we have so many conspiracy conspiracy theories in the game of football? It's twenty-two men on a pitch playing football, and one dickhead in the middle who can't make a decision. <laughs> That's all it is. It's fucking shit. I'm sick to death of VAR. I'm sick to death of, of Premier League football at the moment. It's like you know we talk about the FA Cup not having anything, you know, losing its shine, losing its sparkle, and losing the passion. The Premier League's going the same way because it's just creating this vacuum of big money. At the top six who are going to win everything because if they don't win everything they cry and they go and make another fucking league and the, the week you know the weaker get weaker the stronger get stronger it's an epitome of what's going on in this fucking bullshit country i'm sick of it Fuck that. so hey, uh, can somebody go around and check on adam when we finish the poll thing? <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> just, just, just give him a knock for us just after <laughs> because uh he's well, not hey, that's not gonna help that bloody dry january is not going to help I'm bored of it, mate. Honestly, it's fucking doing my head in. You should have and said. And what do you what what do you really think of Mara then? If that's what Dry January is doing to you, Adam, I'm just working really well. I think the guys are getting it really right every time. It's going well. Fucking not. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. Isn't it? It's like they should have at least one ex player. I think in 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 mm. the booth looking at it just, because then yeah. two the two morons in there like two two wrongs don't make a right. And and they're getting it very wrong all the time, like. So no, well, let's I, even I Villa. Like, I hate sorry, Luke. I, I hate Villa as well, right. like, but obviously three and a half minutes last night. Yeah. To, to disallow their goal for for what? Because Cavani fell over on somebody. It's just yeah. it's just bullshit. It really Cavani is. ran like, straight at him last night. He yeah. could. He, he saw he threw himself was, to the floor. Man, he Where's was six, six, seven yards away from him, and he saw yeah. that he didn't move once. What, it's like, just... where, where's like you're allowed to stand your ground? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, over two over two games that, that the majority of us have watched probably because we've all watched we all watched the Leeds game on Sunday, and then we probably there's no football on last night, so we probably watched scum. So, over those two games alone, there's two decisions that absolutely speak volumes and they're you know they're, they're, they're the complete opposite of each other you know they're almost similar but completely opposite so the first one leads for instance with with jared bowen how he's not interfering with play is it's not even tighter than two crisp pancakes back to back do you know what i mean it's 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 just it's just it's just mayhem like it's 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 clearly offside and then last night 
is, is they've not even looked at the. I think the offside or the handball was more of a chance of not giving the goal, but they've given an obstruction on Cavani. Yeah, which is fucking mild. You know, for interfering with play, they reckon the defenders interfered with play, even though he's forty yards away from the ball. Even though, but Jared Bowen, who, as I said before, is tighter than two Chris Pancakes back to back. Yeah, is fucking cannot yeah. literally just cannot. You just can't write it. They're just, and I think you're right, Cal. They need that in some some consistency. They need they need ex players, not people massaging each other, not other referees yeah. at Stockley Park massaging yeah. their mates back who's on a field yeah. three hundred me three hundred miles away and saying, "Look, we can't really say that you're wrong." So we'll you know we'll knock yeah. you on the head. Um, they what they need is some ruthless ex professionals. Roy Keane, yeah. fucking oh, Gary God. Neville, God. Um, God. Tony Yaboa, yeah. get him in there. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know some some real some real people who 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 who've played the game who can mm. actually take into account. Meslier has been blocked there. Cavani's yeah. had fuck all done to him there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And actually be honest about it or wire him up, wire him up, and, and yeah. let us let us hear why why they've yeah. why they've not Maybe given it. Wankers accountable. Simple as that. Absolutely. Have Roy Keane afterwards go. Do you know what? That was a bullshit decision. Explain yourself. Yeah, well, like, players I... and say you fucking dived. Yeah. The managers referees, get interviewed after the game. The players get interviewed after the game. Why not the fucking referees? Get them on. Yeah, we said that on uh, uh, the BNC after the West Ham game, myself and Gilliam. We were like, if if a decision is that controversial, where they've taken so long that it's it's just inconceivable <laughs> how they got it wrong. Get whoever made the final call out. Get them out in front of a camera, interview them, and, and ask them. How did yeah. you come to that decision? Because Rem- from what yeah. we see, because people need to, they need this fucking, they need a sh- the shit to stop, like, yeah. because the, the, no one's being held accountable. There, yeah. is, 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 is it the nail on the head? Why does VR work perfectly in other sports, cricket and football, rugby, uh, as examples, but not in football? That's exactly yeah, why it work, does mean, work, because they're wired up and they're accountable. You can, hear yes. the, you can hear what they're fucking saying. Yes, yeah. and I exactly. think from my perspective is, you, as a supporter, you can actually hear the, the third official, whatever you want to call them, in the booth at the Super League or at Lords or whatever, actually talking to where it's the umpire or the referee to explain their decisions. If they actually yeah. did that, instead of drawing these wonky, stupid lines, everyone in his dog could see Jared Bone was offside on, on Sunday afternoon. And yeah. Mike Riley, to me, is one of the most incompetent officials I've ever seen. The amount of decisions he used to give for Man United under when Fergie was there and, and what have you was ridiculous. And he's never held accountable. Why does he come out and talk to the press and explain his decisions? Because every week we are now talking about VAR. Every single game is VAR this and VAR that. And I like that. It's because it's school custody. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. and it's like... I want to be talking about football. I want to come on podcasts or on and read the newspapers and, and read the reports and watch the match of the day and not listen to that. But every single game is an incident. And mm. I think for me, and it's something that Adam said, I think it's unfair this weekend. Why should we have VAR up to uh, the, uh, the London Stadium and not have it, uh, I don't know, St Andrews on the plane, on the plane Plymouth? Why just have Absolutely. it at some of the grounds and not other grounds? That's not right to me. And it makes it unfair to start with because I, I think there was a game in the FA Cup, I think Swindon playing Man City on Friday night. There was a decision that had it gone to VAR, something different would have been happening. Well, this didn't happen. It's not fair. And the PGMOL need to come out and explain the situation, explain the decisions. The inconsistencies are dragging us all bonkers. And yeah, it's like we must sound like a broken record. 
Like the refs, did, did, the refs... Did, did anybody know that? Sorry, just quickly, Carl. Jay's just yeah. commented. Do, do we know that that football clubs have to pay yeah. for that and it's split 50-50? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, there Check was uh, the Exeter, the Exeter uh, chairman was on. Yeah. Talk sports. So hang on. So if so if, if a non-league club goes to a Premier League club in the Cup, they're expected yeah. to pay 50% yeah. towards the VAR. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking yeah. shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Well, like the VAR costs nine shocking. grand, so they have to pay four and a half grand out of their takings. I mean, all right, it doesn't sound a lot, but still, it's but fucking. To a lower league club like Exeter, yeah, nine yeah. and a half, yeah. like four and a half grand could be two players' wages. You know? Yeah, fair, yeah. So it's like that. Like I don't think, me personally, I don't think they should have VAR in the FA Cup at all. Yeah, I don't care. All on, all I, I, or nothing. All yeah. or nothing. But you're like they, they have this big song and dance that they can't put it in the lower league grounds because they can't accommodate bollocks. Correct. If that's the if that's the case, you don't you don't bring it in. What happens if they get promoted? The what happens exactly. if they manage to get promoted? Exactly. Thing, like you know, it, it's just it's smoke and mirrors and a lot of bullshit. That's all it is. So I if find you don't, it really hypocritical that you know I find it really really the FA is bullshit anyway in itself. Mm. I find everything they do at the moment is hypocritical. You know, they're, they're saying, you know, about women's football and how they want it to be treated equally, and, and which is absolutely fine and as it should be. But they're not even doing that in two divisions below the Premier League. So where where is the consistency going to come from? You know, where, where, when is any level of football going to be on a consistent playing field when you've got certain teams who, who seem to be able to pay and get decisions? You've got no accountability from the FA. You know, you've got no accountability from the referees, and, and everyone's protecting each other. The big, the big top teams are protecting the referees. The FA are protecting the referees. They're protecting the top six. It's no different to what's going on in the government around us. Like, with every, yeah, Adam, the little people without, getting Adam, without getting into politics, you make a good point there about about how the big six and stuff. And this was one of the other the, the other options that I just wanted to wanted us all to talk about because I think it's a great topic. Is and it's related to what you've just said. It is. Is Jurgen Klopp and, and this this uh, um, false positives at Liverpool trying to get the games abandoned and stuff? Just really yeah, quickly, yeah. I know it's not related to VAR, and I know it was another option that didn't win, but it's related to pretty much what you said about the big lot, the big boys looking after the, each other and, and and getting sort of a free pass. What are yeah. your thoughts on that, man? Me personally, it's cheating. Honestly, yeah, it is cheating. It's cheating. It's, it's, cheating. it's not. It's, <laughs> it's no different. It's no different to what. Um, you look at it in sport, you know, the, the uproar when Max Verstappen managed to fucking con, you know, the the FIA into getting that final lap shootout against Lewis Hamilton. Lewis lost because of a, the changing rule at the last minute. It's no different. It's, it's, it's not gamesmanship. It's not, you know, looking at the rules and finding a loophole. It's fucking blatant cheating. Yeah. And it's only, it's only, it's only teams that have got massive sponsorships massive massive financial interests outside of this country out you know you look at that all all these clubs are owned by you know by by other other foreign owners and couldn't and, and that's absolutely fine they've got the, the regulations in place but nobody wants to see their team get stuffed nobody wants you know so as soon as you know, liverpool have players going off to the afcon they have a couple of covid cases they, they, it's blatant cheating it's absolute yeah, yeah. cheating you know there's no other way around it, and nothing will get done. Nothing will get done. Um, if Leeds, that I tweet, if Leeds refuse I, to play a game, we'd, we'd lose 3 0, we'd default 3 0, yeah, yeah. game over. That's it. And we'd I, bring the game I, into disrepute. It's bollocks. I, re, I retweeted a tweet, I don't know if it was this morning or last night. It was something about the chances of winning the Euro Millions was like 0.0007, one 
5% or something. And the chances of having received five false positive COVID tests are about a million times less likely than winning the Euro Millions. Um, and Klopp tried to claim 10 Liverpool players had, had received false positives. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's nothing but cheating and, and and there's no other word about it and we should yep. literally fucking throw him in the bin uh and he should have a he should have a he should have a healthy sanction thrown at him he won't but he should have and and so should liverpool football club for supporting it through dark points through the fa they should and and the premier league should get together and say look we cannot have a and to use a pandemic to try and benefit yourself as a football club not just a football club but a football club that are fucking thriving anyway let's be honest yeah. you know he's not tried to do it to save him from relegation he's not tried to do it to make a few quid he's tried to do it to give himself the best possible opportunity of getting fucking salary and money back yeah that's all it, it is. Uh, underhandedness and that's all it is and uh, there should be a point before we go sorry remember when remember when Sheffield United went down to like nine men or something and Warnock were trying to get another couple of players sent off and yeah. telling him to be injured so they could get the game abandoned and play it yeah. again. He got absolutely fucked by the yeah. British press for yeah. years. And, and everybody were fucking, you know, that tarnished him for a good couple of years, to be fair. Yeah. And that that yeah. that wasn't even blatant cheating. This is in not plain sure. sight blatant, blatant cheating. It's fucking I'm not sure what these comments are, but probably don't click them, folks. I think they've followed stats in this week. I, I, think, I, I was reading them inboxes and I saw there was a few funny old messages. Is that what the sponsorship was? was it? <laughs> <laughs> also for me, why Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, why would, did anything happen? They got, what did they get in the end? Fines because the FA won't touch the big six. Not even fines, really, those stats. To them, it was a pocket change. It was like throwing 50 pence in a, in a bin, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, the worst thing is, that fine that they got, they made on TV revenue from the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. There you go. That, there's a fucking problem with British football, English football at the moment. It's fucking Absolutely. dog shit. The whole lot is Absolutely. rotten to the core. It's, it, yeah, it is. Rotten to the core. And until... Like, this is this this could be a turning point for English football now, where, where it says, look... You you fucked up, lads. Now we're going to punish you, and it's one of the big six, like you know. But it won't. Nothing will happen. It'll be the same shit. Someone that, like you'll know well, like that gobshite in Barcelona. He's still waffling on about wanting that Super League, and you know well they're still trying it. Like you know well, absolute asshats. A lot of them, man, and and I I just can't be dealing. Yeah, I angry. Yeah. Adams made me angry now tonight. That's not fucking good. <laughs> Like, Somebody go check around and Carl. Carl, why don't you and Adam meet halfway for a little walk? <laughs> just walk no, towards each other and don't stop. Um, <laughs> just right, just to make stats. matters worse, we have uh, Michael Dean on Sunday afternoon at West Ham. Fun times. And and yeah. I've just seen in the chat somewhere as well earlier on. Let me try and find it. Uh, uh, we just had confirmed Coutinho signed as well. So yes. uh, confirmation. Yeah. That Coutinho signed for Villa. Do you know what? I thought Villa might might tail off and start struggling, but it looks like they're going to be doing a bit of business if they sign Dinia as well. So yeah, um, he's doing a good job there, Stephen Gianna. We'll obviously we still got to play them twice, and we'll, we'll come to that in a few weeks' time. But just, just, 
uh, finish off the, the VAR thing. I think to sum up, I think it's the inconsistencies that driving everybody mad. How one decision gets one corner, another decision gets a complete opposite. And I think for me, referees should be held accountable and should be made to talk to the press at the end of the game to, to explain the decision. What about? What about just 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 to finally wrap up? What about having somebody who, or, or maybe a team that that is all they do? They don't referee. They don't go around mm. the clubs. They don't do anything else. That is their job. A VAR as a VAR ref, and they don't move out of Stockley Park. They fucking stay yeah. there, and that then we don't have conflict in different decisions, you know, because that's referees do it on the pitch. That's fair enough, but when they're doing it in VAR, that's going to be the backup, backup, backup. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That should be that should not be getting it wrong. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. sorry, Carl. I'll let, I'll let you say what you needed to say. That was stats. Was just about. Yeah, well, I, I think we've done VAR to death yet again. Fuck VAR. Unfortunately, it's going to be a long, long, long time. And, and the only frustration for me is it works so well at the Europe, European Championships. It works well at the World Cup. In the Premier because League, it's, it's a bit disaster. It's because it wasn't run by a, a corrupt organisation. Well, yeah, dickheads. <laughs> I, I'd like to say corrupt organisation, but they're all fucking corrupt. But anyway, that's another podcast altogether. Uniform November yeah. Tangos. Yes. Like <laughs> Just before we move on, there's been a fourth goal at St Mary's. It's now Southampton three, Brentford one. Uh, Brock Brentford are down, I'm telling uh, you. I hope Brentford go down. They're, yeah, they're in a little bit of trouble. Oh, wow. I know they beat Port Vellum in the FA Cup on, on soft, Sunday or Saturday afternoon. Premier League wise, they they might start to slip, and I know we we played them last day of the season. I'm hoping it's not a, a shooter. I think we'll be safe by then anyway. But that that's to come about a bit later. And talking about trips to London, guess what? We're back at London Stadium on Sunday. Yes. No, Please. I'm not feeling that. Why is he me? I'm going for a week. Oh, nice. I know, it's, I know it's live, but it's TV. We're all fine. But it's not TV, it's YouTube. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's gone. Have we got a Luke, for yeah. the next opposition? Oh, we have. We have. We've got a little bit of uh, news uh, about one of our sponsors or partners, or whatever they are. Or to know better, we're excited to announce a new partnership. Three Retro is the retro football shop. Three Retro was born from the love of the game from historical nights from the cold terrace and from the love of vintage shirts of a bygone era. Find the referral link and discount code in our social media accounts and in the comments and descriptions of our to know better podcast recordings for a 10% discount on the full range. Thank you very much for our sponsors there. So for the first time since 1978, Legion are the same opposition back-to-back uh, in a league in cup tie. Back then, it was West Bromwich Albion in the, uh, I think, the league and then the FA Cup. It's the other West. It's West Ham again this weekend. Uh, and, Carl, I'll start with you. We were all sat there last night and uh, a message from, or not to me, but on Instagram, Sam Greenwood pops up saying he's injured. You sat there thinking, Jesus Christ, here we go. I know he's <laughs> going to play up top. And then today, David Anderson from the Mirror has tweeted that, Rodrigo and Bamford could be fit on Sunday. Could you see the woman featuring uh, back at London Stadium? Uh, I think Rodrigo's been out far too long to to, to start. Um, I don't. I, I can't recall him actually getting any minutes in with the under twenty threes at all. Uh, Bamford hasn't been out quite as long, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like that that young fellow we bought we brought in from Espanol. Uh, yeah, it might be his time to shine. You don't know. Like <laughs> he's a striker, so uh, like I, I think we're gonna go with the the back two of 
Uh, Helder and Cork, anyway. Yes. I think. Do you think Helder yeah, starts, dear? Well, who else have we got, man? I think Ailey might move in there. Do you think? I think it'll be. I don't think Helder will start in the, in the in the Premier League. I think. I think. I think. I think we'll line up with with. Um, I think it'll be Ailing and Cock in there. I think Dallas will play right back and Furpo left back. Furpo might not be. Uh, I think Furpo's suspended. No, but Furpo is concussed, but we don't know if he's passed the protocols yet. Well, oh, we'll find out. On, he was. Uh, Lorente suspended. Furpo had his against Arsenal after picking five oh, right. against Man City. So, yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I don't think on depending if Bamford and Rodrigo are fit and have a fit to start. I don't know, Luke. What do you think to that one? Um, I think I think they. Um... I think they, if they're fit, I don't think they start. Absolutely not. But I think they play an important part, a part of the bench. Who mm. starts? Probably Dan. I think Dan. Dan James will probably start up front. Um, and I also think we'll probably see Harrison and and potentially Somerville start as well. Uh, I think he looked lively in the other. Uh, sorry, when he came on uh, against him in the first leg, if you want to call it that, or the cup or whatever. Um, <laughs> it, it looked it looked like he had quite a bit of energy, but whether or not he could do that from the off or not, it's a different question. Look, we're going to be really, really short this weekend when we when we go, you know, we've got a couple of suspensions as well. Um, I, I, it, I'd be absolutely guessing that, it, as, although, we, although we always guess, I think, um, yeah, I, I just don't know is the honest answer. I, I really can't even, can't even begin to think. If, if I had to guess, I'd go Meslier, um, Meslier, Dallas, Aileen, Cook, Furport, Forshaw, Baked, no, sorry, Forshaw, Click. Um, and then Somerville, James, and Harrison, and then I need one more, don't I? Rafinha, yeah, in the 10. Rafinha said Rafinha, yeah. Who, who would he play at 10? Probably Click will play at 10. So, Bait might yeah. start, he had a good game the other day, yeah. yeah. He was uh, unlucky to be pulled off at uh, half time, to be fair, wasn't he? Like, I thought he yeah. was doing quite well yeah. against Stewart, against Socek as well, an established midfielder like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, I, I think, um, I think, I think we're going to be, be, I think, I think Bielsa is really good at working with youngsters, and I think he's yeah. doing it to protect, to not only protect them, but to give them the best opportunity of success, succeeding. Um, and to do that, he's giving them ample, ample game time where that he feels is enough to give them an overview of how the game's played at that level at that speed but not for a full 90 minutes of intensity because I don't think he genuine, genuinely thinks they're quite ready. Um, mm. He's been almost forced to play his hand with people, um, with people like, like, like strike when we've had, when, you know, when we had the injury crisis at centre back and, uh, and things like that. But I think he's really, really good at working with youngsters. And if it was football manager, he'd probably have a 20 on there uh, for working with youngsters. What do you say, Adam? <laughs> yeah, I give him a 20. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about, like. talking about my enthusiasm tonight. What's that? Talking about my enthusiasm. Life in a huh? Trump's vest. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, just, no, Adam, I'll, I'll come to you. Obviously, Leeds into this game on the back of a, a morale boosting three-one victory against Burnley in the league. And I also lost the FA Cup last time out. How big a game is this as, as Leeds start the second half of the season on, on Sunday afternoon? I think, if we're honest, we all expect. A point would be a good result. 
Um, so I don't think we can, you know, I don't, I don't think we can get excited about a potential three points. Um, I think a point would be a really, really good result, given what's going on. Um, so, yeah, it's a massive game, but it's, it's we're going to get a point at the best. Simple as that. There's, there's nothing else. How's the game? How's Go the game going to flow, Adam? We're going to get bombarded from set pieces, um, right. which we seem to deal with okay the last day. Go on. We did. Go on. Keep going, Adam. You're not. You're not going three for three here tonight, lad. There's absolutely no way in hell you're coming out of this on top tonight, like. Come on. Right, anyway, uh, anyway, let's try without Adam. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's back again. I'll come to you then, Carl. How easy is it for Bielsa to sort of go again? Because we, we know what West Ham are about. We only played him seven days ago. He knows what David Moses' side is all about. So how easy would it be for him to pick up the place to go again on Sunday afternoon? Um. I, I don't think it'll be that hard to pick the players up considering the, the lineup that we put out um on uh on, on Sunday. Um the those spells where they were I they were quite you know they were quite good in parts, like considering. Um but I also don't think West Ham were that good, if mm. I'm being perfectly honest with you. Uh to say that they put out quite a strong team and then that wasn't a convincing 2 0 win by any stretch of the imagination. For up until their second goal, we kind of started to pin them in their own 18, 18 yard box for a little while. So I think they can take a lot of positives from the game on Sunday to bring into the game next Sunday because, like, Helda played well. Last yeah. time we, we debuted a, a youth player against West Ham, uh, what's his name, made an absolute mess of, of Antonio and uh, what. Uh, well, uh, Cresswell, yeah, sorry, yeah, he 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 marshaled them quite well, and I think uh, Helder did the same thing. So I I think there's a lot more positives to take out of it than there is negatives to try and bring the players back up. You know, we we're not going to start with the same team. We'll have players, you know, on the starting eleven that are going to be stronger than what started last Sunday. So you know, you'll have the likes of Rafinha, you'll have two established wingers. You know, there the, the, there's more established players to win, so there's a lot to kind of be positive about. But like I said, I don't think West Ham were that good on Sunday. Do you think they were, like, uh, David Moyes has, has worked out uh, Marcelo Bielsa? He's, he's had four games, he's won all four games uh, against him uh, the last two seasons. Do you think he's, he's kind of he's got his number a little bit, or is it a case that Leeds, certainly in the game at Allen Road back in in September, were unlucky to lose that game? I think we're very unlucky to lose the game in September, to be honest with you. And I don't I don't think it's fair to say that Moyes has the better of Bielsa because I think every time we've played West Ham, we've had two, maybe three significant injuries to our starting eleven. Um Cock was out last time we played them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and then we like I think was Phillips out as well. I think Phillips was out against them you when are, we played them are, at home. Yeah. So every time we've played them, we've had you know a starting eleven player has been you know maybe two potentially three of them have been out. So to say that Moyes got the better of him, I don't think is is a fair assessment. To say that 
our injuries and players being out has got the better of Bielsa against the likes of Moyes and, and West Ham, I think would be a, a more fair assessment to, towards Bielsa, really. Luke, West Ham play tomorrow night. Uh, they play Norwich uh, before the players on, on Sunday. Does that give Leeds a bit of an advantage having a free week on the training grounds? I think so, yeah. I think I think if ever we needed uh, to, to, to play a team that are playing three games within a week and we don't, um, I think this would probably be it. And uh, just to sort of elaborate what Carl said there, look, we 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 put a weakened team out against a real strong uh, West Ham side uh, and didn't look out of place. And and other than a speculative goal and and, and Mesley had been in our stands for for their for their second, where we were basically all out attack and everybody was up front, um, which was a, you know it was, it was always going to happen. The second goal, we didn't look that out of place and and, and we controlled quite um, quite big. Area. Sorry, I just we just had a comment come in and it's just thrown me off. Hi, Adam, miss you. <laughs> you know that person. Oh, is it your son? Yeah, it's my oh, bless him. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hi, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah. Sure, we, you're doing it. We've, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, I've never been so, I had a little tear in my eye then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well enough here, like. Not bad. <laughs> I, um, yeah, well, look, we, we we didn't look out out of place, and we certainly didn't look like a sixteenth place team playing fifth place team um, mm-hmm. with with youngsters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's every reason we can go there at the weekend, I think, and get something out of the game. And I think we'll either, uh, I think we'll either, I think we'll either nick a win towards the end of the game, or 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 a comfortable draw. I don't see us getting beat this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. And going back to what you said, playing against Norwich, it's not nice playing against Norwich. You know, they're no. a, they're a physical side. They're not very good, but they'll, they'll they'll make you run around a bit. And and I think West Ham might be a bit tired. They've they've obviously got the Europa League to focus on as well, so they're still in a yeah. lot of competitions. Yeah, they've got yeah. to they've got to take all that into account. And while they've got a bigger squad and a bigger bigger um, bigger chest of uh, money to spend each year than, than us, because they're they're now an established um, Premier League side. Um, I don't think I, I don't think we've got that much to worry about. They're not that much better than us. Um, has Bielsa uh, has has Moyes got one over Bielsa? No, he's just simply a better player. Is he disposal every time he's played us? Yeah. Just sort of looking ahead, I've got the fixtures for this weekend uh, that sort of will will involve Leeds, Burnley, Leicester. Uh, obviously, there's there's noise tonight that Chris Wood is on his way up to Tyneside to sign for Newcastle United for £25 million, which could really leave Burnley in a, a lot of trouble. They don't score much goals as it is. Wood could then make his debut for Newcastle uh, against Watford on some, on Saturday, which is a real six-pointer if, if Newcastle either stay in the league. Uh, and Norwich have got an underperforming Everton side at Carrow Road on uh, on Saturday afternoon, there uh, for for all club concerned, uh, Adam, I'll, I'll sort of come to you. What are the key battles? Is it going to be a case of sort of keeping Antonio quiet again and, and sort of keeping Jared Bowen quiet? I think it's pinning their fullbacks back mm. um, for me, um, and I, and I think I think. I think that's that's the key for us. We've got, you know we've got to play to our strengths when we're when we're so depleted, and our strengths at the moment are our wingers. No swearing, Adam. <laughs> yeah, my son's watching there. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I think we've got to, we've got to pin pin their wingers, uh, pin their pin their fullbacks back, um, and and really play to our to our strengths. And if we do that, we might get somewhat. Um, 
if we're playing Dan James up front, I don't, you know, they're, they're a big, strong physical team. We're going to we're gonna struggle. So we're going to need the, the wingers to come just in. Just on Dan James at the weekend, I don't know what it looked like on mm. telly, Adam, um, but just on Dan James, he seemed to win a lot of fucking headers against their defenders for a small lad. Do you know what? I didn't watch it, mate, honestly. Did he or was I imagining it? He challenged for everything. They they came to nothing. Yeah. He was winning headers in the you know in in, mm. in in the center circle and stuff. But he was getting up there and he was winning a lot of headers. Um, yeah, he was putting himself about a lot more than I had seen previously. Like he was he was. You're right, Yes, yes, all good, all good. My eyes are just going a little bit there. We're talking. We're talking into sleep here, lads. Fucking hell! I mean, bloody hell! I think. For my it's probably a little bit, it's a little bit, a uh, little bit far fetched that one. Bremner's goal, yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe one day he is Welsh, he's halfway there. I think for yes, my Carl, point, he is Welsh. Well done. it gives us an opportunity to go there, and I think we can cause them problems. Look, we'll have the likes of Forshaw back, we'll have the likes of Dallas back, and, and Rafinha will start. I'm absolutely certain. Obviously, there's question marks on Junior Firpo. Uh, Diego Lorente will be suspended, unfortunately, for picking up his fifth uh, yellow card uh, in, a, in a game against Burnley, which what was stats being smoking. Lack of sleep. I think we can go there and cause some problems. I really do. I didn't think much. I watched the game back on Sunday. I was down at Bradford uh, with the women, and I'll, I'll come to that game very shortly before we wrap right. up. But I, I believe we can go there and get a positive result, which sets us up nicely for a really big game which is a real six-pointer against Newcastle United uh, a week on Saturday, which will come to obviously next time out. But it is that time of the week. It's uh, the time that we all put our heads together, and it's the prediction time. Water, no better predictions. Let's see how quick Bremner's ghost is today. And what's that? How do you get that voice to do the prediction, to do that thing with it? I was like, yeah. Oh, better predictions. That's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Right, we'll, uh, we'll go round. Carl, I will uh, no. start with you. No, league, no, I'm back to not, uh, I'm not. I'm I'm back to not predicting. I was predicting for the cup games, but I'm back Ooh. to not predicting now for the league. So, can you jot these down then, Carl? These, I can indeed. Yeah. Later. I will jot Got these the, down. Yeah, it's the fans. Um, why don't we ask Jacob if he'd like to give us a score from the yeah, fans? Jacob, yeah. if you're listening, what score do you think Leeds and West Ham's going to be? It doesn't matter if he doesn't watch Adam. <laughs> he knows less than Jay. Is Bremner's ghost going to come on? I don't know about that. That's us. Sorry, Jacob. Come on, Jake. We'll wait for that then. Go on, stats. Luke, you first. Uh, I'm going to go for a cheeky 2 1 victory. Ooh, Jacob, you're not allowed to do that, mate. <laughs> West Ham will oh. Adam, Mulberry. what you done to him, man? <laughs> brought, brought him up on sensibility. So, yeah. uh, yeah. 2-1 for Leeds. That two we are one. looking for our first win at West Ham for a, a very long 2-2, Mark Edison. I think that'll be a, a really, really good result. Uh, Adam? I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. Ooh. And I am going to sit on the fence. We're looking for our first victory away at West Ham since November 2002. Off the top of my head, I've not played them that often, to be fair, because I've been in the Premier League for so long. 
Jake, we're sleeping in the cellar. <laughs> Does Bremner's ghost know you better than we think, Adam? <laughs> I don't know who this is. I'm going to find I, out. I, I, I think Bremner's ghost speaking to? is Jacob. I will go for a one-all draw. Uh, I think we can go there. I think we can cause them some problems. I think... Uh, I don't think there'll be too much damage done psychologically for the FA Cup defeat. And yeah, we can go there and get a positive result. Obviously, we'll see the results with Newcastle Watford. Poor Jake. <laughs> He's sleeping in the cellar. Uh, and, and Leicester and what have you. But that's a bit of ginger. He's all coming out now. But yeah, what, what a piece for me. And as I say, this time next week will be the lead up to the big game against Newcastle. And then we've got a, a period of rest because obviously there, there is a, a, a week's winter's break. Oh, my dear little brother. Uh, a week's winter's break, and then obviously we're out of the FA Cup and we'll come back against Aston Villa, I think, on the 8th or 9th of February. So, yeah, uh, uh, so me and you, Luke, have gone for positive results. Adam's gone for the uh, the Claret and Blue to come out on top on Sunday again. Yeah, and um, just, uh, just, I'd just love to, just love to beat him, just to shove it up the entitled twats that I've never been to a football match until they moved to <laughs> London Stadium. The amount of arguments I had on Twitter over the last few days, yeah. absolutely nonsense. The fan bit. I had a guy offering me, offering to meet me in the carpenters, in the carpenters' arms before the game. I was like, do you think I'm actually fucking stupid that I'm going to walk into an away pub right before <laughs> kickoff with a Leeds accent and meet you? Yeah, no. all right, mate. Yeah. Um, no. Just bloody idiots out there. Um, but but, but one thing I do want to do, stats, before we move on, because we don't have I'm a stat man as such so much more. I'm going to put you on the spot and give us some oh, West Ham and lead stats. Go on then. Right, this is literally uh, unrehearsed, so I haven't come up with. with He's with not anything. ginger anymore. <laughs> He's not ginger anymore. <laughs> For our first victory away at West Ham since November 2002, we won 4-3 that day. We were 4-1 up at half-time. Uh, and that was the day that James Milner made his, his Leeds United debut back on November the 8th, 2002. And amazingly, he's, he's still going strong. Uh, now, I think since then, we drew one all. David Healy got a late penalty, drew 2-2. Uh, Adam Clayton got a late, late goal in our last ever visit to Upton Park back in 2011-2012. And of course, uh, we've yet to score at London Stadium, man. We've, we've lost both games there too in the last season. Although we had a goal disallowed last year, didn't we? VAR, uh, again, really ugly head. I think Tyler Roberts scored, which probably wasn't offside, but there you go. And I think you can look at the likes uh, of Mervyn Day, Rio Ferdinand, Robbie Keane, who've, who've sort of played. There's loads. George McCartney, who had a, a spell on loan. There's, there's loads of players uh, out there that oh, have yeah. had spells at Leeds and West Ham. And, of course, uh, West Ham have a lot of happy memories of, of Ellen Rowe because back in 1980, uh, Frank Lampard Sr. danced around the corner for an FA Cup semi-final against Everton. And they went on to win the FA Cup by beating uh, by beating Arsenal at Wembley in that year when Trevor Brooklyn scored the winning goal. Uh, and talking of goals, it's now 4-1 for Southampton against Brentford. Che Adams has got on the score sheet. So Bloody hell, mate. Yeah, Brentford are starting to, to slip a little bit. So, yeah, right, it'd be nice. Go on. Let's play a little game before we finish up then. Let's go around until we... A player that's played for all until we're all out. <laughs> played for both. Player that's played for both that, until what? we're out then. What, West Ham and Leeds? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Who's starting? I'll start. Uh, I'll start. Oh, no, you bloody really won't. Yeah. Uh, Lee Boyer. You dick. Wanker. Um, yeah, third. Rio. Who's next? Robbie Keane. 
Did Robbie Key play for West Ham? Oh, Robbie Key had a spell at West Ham in 10 11. Uh, I'm having a serious brain, brain fire here. Like... He's out. Rob Green. Rob Green. That's a shout. Fuck. Well, start said it, so I'm going to go with it. George McCartney. I'll go with the, the, the goalkeeper, Mervyn Day. Bloody hell. What about... Did Sam Byram go there? Fuck that, was mine. Of course it was. Diddle, 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 Brian Dean. Brian Dean. Uh, I'm going to go for a Scottish friend of mine, Robert Snodgrass. Robert Snodgrass. Oh, let's have a think. Uh, Matthew Kilgallen. Matthew Killer. I'm struggling now off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I think I might be out here to start, so I should have let you go first. Um, oh. What about... Uh, I'm struggling to um, Nah, that's me. I'm done. And I'm... I think no, it's just me then. I'm back on my own. Uh, <laughs> that's, as, as expected, stats is the winner. And Mr. Fountain of Knowledge himself. Yes. Good evening, Steve. Evening, gentlemen. Hope all is well. Well, that just about wraps things up for another exciting hour. I've been thoroughly entertained. It's been wonderful joining us tonight. Luke, thank you very much. Pleasure, mate. Thanks, everyone who came and watched and listened or whatever else you do. Brilliant. Carl, thanks once again. Cheers yourself. Uh, thanks for all the comments as well. Brendan was gorged on the swerve, the merv there as well. It's great. And Mad Adam, thank you very much for coming on once again. Cheers. Just one thing: if there's any social workers watching, my son is not staying in the cellar tonight. Put <laughs> <laughs> it for the horse's mouth. Uh, we'll be back. I think it's Bacardi and Coke on Sunday. Uh, Bacardi and Coke. Bacardi and, and Coke. Yeah. Oh, we've got a, we've got a special guest joining us. Uh, he's, he's risen from the uh, from the ashes. Uh, it's going to be myself and Smarty, but we're going to be joined by hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, it's not. It has been confirmed, but he's a little bit flaky. This guy, Simon Johnson, at Exley United, going to be joining us uh, Sunday Sunday after after the West Ham game. So yeah, Super keep your eye out for that. Been a while. That Simon Johnson, who made his Leeds United debut against West Ham's London opponents, Charlton, back on April the 12th, oh. 2003. So there you go. Is that we beat him 6-1? It is. Sorry, April the 5th, not April the 12th. Yeah, I beat him 6-1 down at the Valley. I've and also that's... now just thought of another Leeds and West Ham. Lee Chapman. Lee Chapman, indeed. He had two spells at... I've watched Google and do for you, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I did Google that. Yeah. I've just Googled it. Off did Chappie on his return to Ellen Road against West Ham back in 1995 Which, ironically, he... One, one, one more for you. Yeah. Hogan Ephraim. Hogan Ephraim, oh, he did. Fuck really, me. Really, you really, pull really, that one out of the hat. Give Hogan of Frame squad, yes, Lackington Stanley in the JPT. And just very quickly on Lee Chapman, he came back on loan. I think, I'm trying to think, I don't know where he came from, if I don't know if it was West Ham or, or somewhere else, he joined on loan. He had to go from Ipswich back in January 96, played against West Ham United back on January the 12th, 1996, which is the anniversary tomorrow, got sent off. Elbowed Matt Reaper, played one more game at Liverpool, lost 5 0. 
I hope that's Power. Power. That's my missing. <laughs> Uh, that's I your missus. Uh, that's my missus. <laughs> I will she's still have my. Go on, Emma. about you, is she? Uh, <laughs> I'm only having words. In London. That's the fucking difference. Be <laughs> <laughs> about you, Right, lads. Wonderful. Take it easy. Thanks, well, everyone. Mate. Cheers, Thanks, stats. Everyone. Well done, mate. <laughs> We're in London. That's the fucking difference. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Baradi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.